podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 131. I am your host, Tiggs. And with me, as always, are Alex. Call me Mr. Nobody. Peter. You didn't go to church, you didn't get any barbecue. And Russ. Um, Tyrese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese. Uh, Tyrese, please give me a spin-off. Oh, I know. That would that's what I'm waiting for. I, I want that spin-off to happen so fast. He's asking, he's campaigning for it. Yeah, he's he's mad at the rock for having his own spin-off. But they they, they smoothed that over. Oh, did they really? Yeah, uh, their beef is squash. Um, the Rock came out and said that they had a conversation like men or like brothers or whatever, and they're good. That sounds like something The Rock would say. Yeah. I, so. Vin Diesel said the whole thing was just tough love, but I don't know. It was, yeah. it was like three I years and two movies. I'm I'm on Team Vin. No, no, you're not. Yes, yeah, as that is it. What? All right. As you can tell, we're going to talk about the latest Fast and Furious movie, F9, The Fast Saga. And we're also going to talk about all the other Fast and Furious movies, um, including all of the around the movie type stuff like this. What is the beef? For anyone who doesn't know, such as myself. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Ah. So give me me Vin's side. There's rumors out there that that Vin was trying to be hard on on Dwayne Johnson to get a better performance out of him. Okay. That's a, which I find interesting The Rock has been a better actor in everything he's ever done than anything he's ever done. So I just think it's interesting that Vin wants to be Mr. Mr. Uber producer when he can take a few notes by himself. That's all. Right. That's all. That's fair. When The Rock comes into your franchise, generally, this is that 2011, 2010 to 2012 period, anything The Rock entered was supercharged. Yep. The guy was old, couldn't do any work. So, to me, it seems like it's a little bit more like, what, this guy think he's better than me? Because he's not. He's not better than me. Exactly. That's what I think. Now, I do think Vin should share, he does deserve to be the producer, he does deserve to share in the spoils of this franchise because he really fought to kind of keep it going and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, some new blood came in and made it better. What do you want to do? You want to be sad about it? Mad about it? Oh, Pete, your retort. Uh, I think, for for my taste, the, for, for what happened is The Rock looked at this franchise and saw bigger dollar signs in terms of diluting it with a lot of other shit and expanding, okay. and expanding it. And I think Ben Diesel has always been very, very much in charge of his career, in charge of yeah. where things are going. And I think he's very smart about it. Almost to his own detriment. Consider <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Three, uh, Babylon, AD, uh, 
every other dumbass movie he makes. Blood <laughs> shot. Uh, yeah, so sure. But I, he, I do, I do understand your point, and it's well taken. But I don't think that that's all. You can't put that all. Can you? I, just, I think I think Vin Diesel saw The Rock coming in and saw this changing, and it's, for me, it's why, especially one of these movies is well at the bottom of my list. Um, I don't know. I think he just said, you're not going to take my baby. Sure. And make it. Cause I, I, that was what was so nice about the rewatch here, is that there's so much more here from the beginning than I, th- than I remember every single time I rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that there's a purity to the first three um, yeah. that I think that, like, and I guess this is us talking about the other ones before we get into the, uh, the new one, but um, I think that, like, you have to look at all of these in, like, separate eras. Yes, they are yes. all very different there's movies. One, there's <laughs> one, two, and Yep. Then there's like yeah. four, five, six, seven. Yes. And then there's and eight, nine, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, nine. Yeah. Those and, movies are living in three different universes. And, and, and to, to varying degrees of quality on all of those. Yeah, definitely. But, all right. You I know what? That, like, let's, let's save it. Let's talk about yeah. the, the, the Fast Saga. Crazy name for a movie. F9, the Fast Saga. <laughs> Let's start with that one, and then let's get into the rankings. It's like Wild Speed something. Jet something. Oh, the Japanese uh, title? Anybody paying attention to the Japanese title? Yeah, let's... All right, so while we... Well, do we need a rust down for this? I don't know. I mean... It's the, the biggest franchise that's not... This is people drive cars and stuff blows up. Also, space. That is what this should be. Um, when did everyone it's, see it's, it? Sorry, it's Wild Speed Jet Break. That's a great name. I knew that was a jet. That's great name. That is so much better than F9 The Fast Saga. Um, okay. I was there. I went opening night, Thursday night, late showing, 8 30 showing. Um, I, I was in the audience. I was excited. I was ready. There was like eight people there. It was actually kind of depressing, um, but uh, I was I was ready and raring to go that night. W- when did everyone actually go to the theaters to see it? Um, I saw it the following, I think Tuesday, because I was away that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it on the Lincoln Center IMAX. Oh shit! Nice, but it was like early in the day, so there wasn't a lot of people there either. So it, this was the weirdest of the fast movie theater experiences because those have always been a fucking awesome time yep um and uh, did anyone else see it in IMAX I did not no I actually went to the uh I actually like had a little bit more time than I thought I would have in last week school so I just went to the Kaufman Astoria Theater and went to the audience theater I just saw it there because I don't remember why I went to see it but, yeah, I did see that Thursday night. Nice. Uh, and it was a, it was a pretty crowded theater. Um, First Alex? time at the theater. 
Uh, yeah, it was my my first time back in the theater. I saw it that Monday night uh, in a pretty much empty uh, theater in Williamsburg. Damn. So, okay, so, Russ, it seems like yours was the most crowded. I will say, like, there was, uh, I guess there was probably, like, a dozen or 20 people in the theater with me. It was dead silent the entire time. Um, yeah. Walking out of it, there was, like, a group of, I don't know, I guess teenagers. I have no idea. Um, one of whom was just like, that was great. And the other one who, well, other one who was just like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. So, you know, there's all sorts of feelings going around. Alex, yours was dead silent as well. Uh, pr- pretty much that. I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably six people, uh, other than that, other than me in there and, uh, other than us in there. And it was, um, I, I would say dead silent, but like it was the people that were there were, were pretty excited um, and we're definitely laughing when it was getting ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, and like cheered a couple times. But again, when it's like eight people total, that's yeah, it's not really enough to like energize a room. What was the IMAX like? Um, it, I mean, it's not, it wasn't filmed in IMAX, so it wasn't uh, like as big or impressive as it couldn't be. The one weird thing is that there was a I didn't see a single sign for this. There was this weird, like, extended five to ten minute preview for the new Jurassic World. Oh. Oh, wow. It's very confusing because I thought it was just an IMAX preview because it starts in prehistoric times. What what is this? Really? And why is it so long? Jurassic And then it and and then halfway through when it's just like dinosaurs stamping around. Um, a mosquito comes and bites a dinosaur and flies away. I was like, "You motherfuckers! This is taking forever." And then it flashes forward, and there's a bit of a preview for like of like, you know, at the end of uh, Fallen Kingdom, dinosaur. Oh, dinosaurs are all over the place now, and it was very dumb. Wait, but that's—I'll be honest with you—that almost sounds more interesting having it in actual prehistoric times than anything they've done with the characters in <laughs> uh, the new ones. That's accurate. The new Jurassic Park movies have characters. Ooh, oh. zing, got them. They have, they have that lady and they have that man. Yep. <laughs> Russ, as the uh, it seems like yours was the crowdest. How how hyped was the audience? Oh, dude, people people were jazzed up, but I think people ha- are still a little bit reticent to. Uh, let their full movie geekdom flags fly yeah. in a public setting. It, it felt like people were excited, but reservedly so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it was uh, definitely the weirdest of all of the, the Fast and Furious theater-going experiences so far. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, well, I guess let's get into it. What does everyone think about Fast or Furious 9? Fast and Furious 9, uh, flashbacks and reboot, re, uh, flashbacks and... Um, yeah. I, does anyone else find it how, like, how funny it is that the flashback versions of like John Cena is just so much shorter than the flashback version of Vin Diesel? <laughs> both, both of those actors, I was like, wait, are they fucking with us? Are they going to switch ones for John Cena? Because they both look like John Cena. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll say this: like as much as I, I didn't love this movie, but yeah. no, and the flashback stuff I felt was unnecessary. Yep. But 
if there's a world where we can get like Fast and Furious Junior, oh my god, and and, and get stories from all these people when they were younger and all around it, fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll take it. Like it was too, it was too much for a movie that was already in two hours and twenty five minutes. Yeah, so but long. It's open, I would indulge in that story a lot. Of yeah. Work. The one that uh, I was surprised that got me excited was uh, when they go when uh, young Vin Diesel gets out of jail and he goes to the street race nice. and you see a young Vince. Uh, oh yeah, oh that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'll take more Michael but, Rooker yeah. as well. Yeah, and you yeah. more Michael Rooker if. And here's the thing: I think it's almost a, a worthy uh, idea for them to. I hate people shit. But at this point, Dave, they have woven Mr. Nobody so far into the plot of these films that he goes all the way back to the future. So the only way to make any of this shit feel like you're not writing each one completely blind uh, from the next one or without any kind of working outline is to go fill in some old shit. They almost have to start doing the saw where they yeah. use the next one yeah. to explain yeah. the last one. That, all that being said, I didn't fucking, I didn't, I didn't care for this movie as a fast movie. No. No. I was very entertained. I liked everything I saw. Uh, John Cena's fun. Uh, welcome to the universe. But as a fast movie, it made no fucking sense. Mr. Nope. We're spoiling this shit because yeah. you can see it. Of course. Um, yeah. Mr. Nobody has no, like, he's, he's mentioned, he's missing, he stays missing, it doesn't matter. Like, aren't they looking for him in the beginning? Well, like, he, sends a droid, he sends a droid hologram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but that, that's his distress signal. So no one fucking knows where he is or what he's up to. I, I guess that's a Mr. Nobody thing to do. But, like, that just felt cheap to me. Uh, uh, I, he's been this glaring at you. I always knew there'd be a misunderstanding between Jacob and Dom, so that's fine. Yeah. But well, to me, it's even, the, the thing that gets me, and it's not that they went to space, it's when they went to space. I think you've got two more movies. Yeah. Why don't you intro, reintroduce these characters as the people, especially with No Mr. Nobody, as the characters, like uh, all the two characters people, who help make their cars be. Yeah, and fast cooler. Do that for a couple of weeks. Make them a part of the team in that sense, and then you can even tease out that they're working on rocket shit, and then give us space later. It's yeah. paid off. Everyone talked about space, and they got it. We all knew it was coming. It was never like a surprise. Um, I, I'll say the thing that I wanted, which I knew would never happen, and and. Go, even going to space, like nothing about this is surprising anymore, and that's kind of the problem. Uh, everything is right. just, is so written in stone. The the, the entire monologue or, or scene, I guess, uh, with Tyrese uh, talking about like we're invincible, like this is what we are, was, was so fantastic that one that of them really had to die in space, and I would have said this is great. Like I would have been all on board. It would have shocked me. Yeah, I I, I thought. This was a good time to kill someone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that like it's a problem. 
I think but like they can't. the Fast and Furious movies is like running. They are right now their biggest enemy. Yeah. Like yes. The fact that like they have a bunch of formulas which are coming back to bite them. Like like the formula of everyone that's bad becomes good. They ran through that so fast with John Cena that yeah. like yeah. that's crazy. V- visiting all these other characters, there was so much extra bloat because they had to go see Helen Mirren. They had to go see, like they had well, all this other stuff they didn't have to do with the plot. And six, the guy who um, got his nose broken, Paul Walker. Yes, he shows up. He shows up. Yeah, everyone has to. What are we doing? It's just like, oh, and like the fact that like they spent so much time redoing their their continuity for Han, and then they do this, and then have to redo their continuity again. I re- like totally. But even redoing continuity for Han, okay, he didn't die, yeah. but he's in the car. We we know yeah. that he's in. The we car. saw it. He's now. We saw him in the. <laughs> But we see him watching the car. That I, part was... I, I, this would have been cheap. I much would have rather had it be Han had a twin brother and none of us knew. I would have been much more were, fine with just, that than he, with, what just, he did. Um, just, <laughs> solution? What? Uh, in Beer Fest, when one of the characters dies and a twin brother shows up, yep. he's like, well, if it makes you feel better, you can call me by his name. Totally. Yeah. I would have been... I would have been like this is this is great like that that would have been much better to me than just like no Mr. Nobody yeah. saved me and that wasn't actually me in the car and yeah weird yeah so there's there's two so going back to before Mr. Nobody they introduced to be like this mystery like we really don't know who he is and then they've taken so much time to not do anything about it yeah yeah. It's been too long and it's so poorly ill defined like you can have him be a mystery but it needs to be a little bit more intriguing and they, that's it, where it failed going to I, uh, oh sorry go ahead no, no i was gonna say and i think on top of that like having the 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 bad guys be a little all over the place and like re like and bringing back um charlie theron in a weird way like i think none of that stuff we didn't feel a sense of urgency in fighting this one of the issues that they didn't solve after the death of Paul Walker, one of the things they wanted to do at the end of Seven originally, that they had to scrap because then Seven had to become this send nice off. Yeah. send-off moment. Seven was supposed to end with, like, a bad guy team getting together. Mm. With, like, a bunch of... Like, that's why Braga's in Six... Like, they wanted to remind you of who the bad guys were, and the bad yeah. guys were going to kind of get together and create their own, like... Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. So that's so that's why now, like, they're trying to make Cypher this, like, all-important arch-villain, and it's just, like, it's not working. No. No. Cypher and Ramses have nothing to do. No. No. And, like, honestly, like, they have to start trimming the fat at some point here, and, like, I know that, like, they all people, like, things in their contracts where, like, everyone has to look good, everyone has to look strong, everyone, like, no one, badly, but, like, you need to do something that has an impact on these, or else, like, they just, everything goes back to status quo after two and a half hours, which is too long. So, what's the number? Go ahead. No, my fear right now is, like, we're at a point where 
my assumption for the next movie is Giselle comes back. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because, yeah. We never saw her we never saw her die, and now we know she knew Mr. Nobody. Yep. So if she knew Mr. Nobody, uh it, then maybe she's around too. And unless she decides to break bad or something, then and actually I'm writing the plot to the next movie. She's gonna be bad, but then she'll be good. Like Michelle like Rodriguez in four, like exactly, and, yeah. And, yeah, in four and then six. Yeah, it's just right. the same shit is happening, and it's like by seeing all that old people, all that prequel stuff, I can tell that there were still the bones of the original world here, and they could get back to it. They just have to tell a simpler story. Even if they wanted all of the beats of this movie to happen, the beats of this movie could have happened over multiple movies. None of this was that, none of, nothing was that sacred. Like, the villain who double-crosses John Cena is your villain. We yep. don't know who his team is. We don't know why he double-crossed John Cena or why John Cena decided to go good, considering he was still bad. Yeah. And, and, and then Cypher, I think... Nothing is cohesive anymore. So take your time, tell the story over a little bit more time, make it make some more sense, and make us finish. And if you're gonna like, this is the have first like, time I completely care about anything. If you're gonna have like a bunch of callbacks and stuff like that, then the, the moment where, you know, it's in the the trailer where uh, where Vin Diesel's like driving and she's in the car with, uh, or, or he's in the car with uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez and they're about to drive off the cliff, right, and like jump onto and like latch onto that bridge or whatever, she's got to start shouting, "Cars can't fly! Cars can't fly!" Just to like bring it back to like you know Fast and Furious, like bring back some of those callbacks. I would have been all yeah. for that. So they really downplay the action. It's it's directed in this weird way. Like, that's the only time, and it's odd that that's a trailer moment, that they slow everything down and are like, look how fucking cool this is. Yeah. There's this moment um, towards the end in that, in that ending chase where Dom, like, flips a car that John Cena is on mm-hmm. to throw John Cena onto Letty's car. Yep. Yep. And it's like... And I was like, that is incredible. They gave it no time. It was just this, like, quick little blip. And it was just like, wait, so you're not having fun with your big impossible car stunts at this point? You're just racing to, like, well, yeah. I don't know, like, get the, as you said, like, get a, get a bad guy good. Right. Exactly. And in, in, in the set piece, like, you're right. They don't want the set pieces breathing. Like, there's always, like, Usually there's, like, about three huge ones per Fast and the Furious movie. And, like, when this one has, like, three going on at the same time, they didn't really have as much of an impact. Yeah. Like, I, I think um, the magnet stuff is... Uh, for Fast, in Fast and Furious world, it's interesting. I agree. But, yeah, I, I liked all that. But oh, maybe, no, that was even fun. But, like, maybe that could have been the thing you felt. Like, I feel like between that and the bridge jump, it's just there's too many stupid fucking things happening. And and space, you're going to do all those things? Maybe push space. Space didn't have to be here. Yeah. Space also 
because I know that was a big thing, but also like end of the day, what did they didn't do much in space? <laughs> you run the risk no, they drove a car into a satellite. Yep. Yeah, when movies do space stuff, the important issue to and the sort of wall that you have to break down is say, could this scene have taken place underwater? Or is there anything about it that really makes it interesting that it's space? And I think that right. entire sequence, they could have been attacking like a deep sea buoy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. If that's the case, you you fucked up space. Yeah. Because you can't yeah, go back I, there now. I mean, you can, but like what? Like you've you've done it already. Exactly. So it's like you 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 yourself. So unless the last two movies are going to be completely grounded and like a very personal almost uh, Kill Bill Volume Two to Kill Bill Volume One. Unless you're doing something like that, where the fuck do you go from here? Well, like, I, I mean, if you can top yourself, great, cool. Maybe do the bridge jump, do the magnets, call it a day. Tease out, uh, tease out space a little bit more, so that the people who really don't want that to happen, because there's a lot of fast purists out there that want them to go back to one, two, three, four era, yeah, or one, two, three era. And the spaceship must take them completely out. Yeah. So maybe build up that over time so that when it eventually happens, they're on board with it. Um, well, the magnets felt like like a video game and like, oh, you beat this boss, now you get to use that boss's power. But there's never, re- there's not really a story point to it. Yeah. It's just like, the bad guys had a magnet, now you have the magnets, so you have to use the magnets. But it wasn't for a reason. It was just like, there are still magnets in this movie, right? Yeah, and like if they like they what they used to do a really good job, but what they did a really good job of being like five and six is like highlighting what the plan was gonna be and how they were gonna beat it out. That KC five of the fifth one made everything make sense, and I feel like if they spent some more time showing how these people are good and do what they do. And again, if you want to bring the Tokyo Drift people in, have them be the people to offer, like, almost their are Because Ludacris is now full, you have two tech people. Yep. Now, Wait, what? He's no longer a car tech person. Oh. Yeah. He's a tech person. And Ramsey's is tech, tech two. So you've got two tech people. You really don't have a car person. Because Mr. Nobody just gives them everything. But he's not for you. <laughs> opportunity to like add some people to the crew who actually have a now as opposed to creating the side mission that was pointless yeah. I don't know I'm just thinking about the long term viability of this franchise and I think this is the, this 8 and 9 were like the first time we, we, we gotta get the fuck out of this I don't like it but I don't think people are gonna keep showing up for this shit yeah in my ranking, I'm like I've been looking at it, and the thing that I was going to do is I was going to move eight down two more spots, um, as we kind of like right before. How is it up so high? Because I think that the last thirty minutes of eight really elevated to 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 more fun I, than I was expecting. But I think that the first like hour and a half is really bad. But I think that the ending sequence of eight is yeah, fantastic. I, I agree. Eight is. I, rewatching eight, I really enjoyed that that ending. Um, yeah. 
more than I remember at the time. Like, I, I do not remember enjoying it, like, oh. at all. And then watching it this time, I was like, hell yes, this is great. Well, and, and I think that, like, also for, for this, like, even kind of jumping back to John Cena, because it's like we're barely even talking about John him because Cena. I not as much of a factor as one would hope. Like, nope. he's such a, like, John Cena is such a charismatic guy. And, like, he's not the best actor, but he's so much fun to watch. And especially because he's, like, so, like, because he's so likable. Yeah. And I think, like, having him unlikable in this without giving him much of a purpose. Like, I know they say, like, it took away his family. And that's the one thing you can't do to a Toretto. We don't see how that actually. <laughs> oh, I thought about that. Yeah. And like, also, they take that one step further. Like, as it, as it relates to the end of the film, like, even if he. Like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. He, you know, fights the bad guys. He should, like, look on his own. Let him be out in the way for a little while. Yeah, yeah. I can meet him as a little kid. And then, like, it's all like, we don't know what he's been a good guy for, like, 20 years. Yeah. But so he got kicked out of the family and then immediately became what they ended up becoming later until he turned bad. Right. I don't know, like a month ago. Like, well, yeah, he, he's it, like it, a secret agent, he said, right? Like, he, his the spy yeah, shit yeah, was his thing. But for nobody. Right. Yeah, right. That That's true. That, that's accurate. Which, odd that he would never mention that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, the, but I guess you could argue that's how he knew to get Dom, because he knew his brother. But you figure at some point he has to give that up. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing is like these these movies are in many ways they're when kids play with, you know, um, toys like <laughs> like toys, and they're just like, well, we're we're both um, we're enemies, but we're also brothers. And right. I'm bulletproof, and we're going to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you just you just hurt me, but I I actually can't be hurt because uh, I just um, put on my ability cloak and you didn't see. Yeah, the, and I, I feel like and you're good and you're good now. And like there was, so I hundred percent think that that's what this one is right now, and that's to its detriment. I think that like in the five, six, seven era, I one of I remember like a, a, a someone I worked with was describing. I think it was six to me as like, um, it's a bunch of people playing a D and D campaign, and the DM is trying to make it as hard as possible, but the players just keep rolling twenties every single time, just trying to get out of the craziest situations that he's wow. coming up with. And that That's made perfect sense. And now it is no longer that. Now it's just like, well, the DM just no longer cares. Like, that's what it feels like at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have one last thing that I want to talk about about nine. Does anyone have anything else before no. we move on? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 that's, and I just want to say that, like, it's not to say I didn't necessarily enjoy parts of this because it, yeah. was, it was dumb. Like, there is stuff on the screen that is fun, that makes you laugh at how ridiculous it is. Just as one of these movies, it's just weirdly, it's weird to say not as a Philly. Without Tyrese, for, I, th- like, I think this whole thing falls apart. Like, he's the only thing that I was I like, I am enjoying watching him right now. Give him a spinoff, guys. Yep. Um, so the last thing, what do you, how did you guys feel about the barbecue ending and the and the kind of trick oh. that they pull of, of the car, I, I like that. I liked it actually. I, I did not. I was like, this is. I did not. Brian's either. car driving up annoyed we're, me. We're we'll get to that because I I think that you leave you leave some things alone 
that you do well. Yeah. It, I, honestly, I, I agree. I was like, no, they're not good. I think it just made me so like as a as a huge maybe. I don't want to say who's good at all. I might. It just made me feel nice to know that he truly is alive. But it just made me happy to know that in the world of these movies, they still see. Yeah. And that's a weird thing. Like I didn't need to see it. But when I saw it, I connected more with I'm happy. If that makes sense. That's that's why I didn't like it because I there was this immediate injection of endorphins in my body that I was not expecting. Like I <laughs> like I completely felt my whole body like completely turning around on this movie. In that moment, and I just realized, like as Alex probably alluded to, like that's kind of the thing we're going to talk about, like. I didn't realize how much I love that character. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I completely agree. That character. And, that, and, yep. and how much Sorry, I needed that. Yeah. And that made me mad. After, like, once once it cut to black, that made me mad that it made me feel that way. It, it was like a Pixar ending. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Exactly. And even though, like, the CGI was, like, almost like a fucking golden eye character of like <laughs> of, uh, of Paul Walker's face on his brother's body like um and that was it was unsettling and not bit CG but like but that moment was important yeah. and I feel weird having that that kind of almost taken away yeah. but I will say another thing and kind of comment on something and we we glossed over and didn't come back. um I think that like these Again, they just have to figure out what they're doing with with all these characters, though. And I think that's, yeah. I think rather than they shouldn't be teasing bringing people back when they've got too many people that they don't know what to do with. What did but, you guys think of the post credit scene? That's for Alex's point. It's the post credit scene's confusing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're going for in that moment. It's like oh, that. Yeah. I think it's a big sketch with the chunky, where it's like I, figure out what to do. Out what he's trying to do. I, I don't know what that means for this world. I'm like, Especially off in ten, because I would imagine that Hobbs and Shaw two would be before ten and eleven. Is there going to be a Hobbs and Shaw two? There is. Oh. Um, well, but I don't know if they move on to that, or do they bring Shaw back? Like, what, what does this even mean? So I think the problem there is that like you you take away the moment of Shaw of, of Jason Statham killing Han, but then you have them confront like why does that matter if you just retcon that moment? Right. Unless they're just going to be like, hey, we're working together now. You don't try to kill me again. Like it's <laughs> it's it's yeah. I I don't know. They for a film series that is so simple they love finding these like pretzel like ways to tie themselves <laughs> up and having to make stuff make sense yeah it's like you got the easiest fucking playground to, to to screw around with you how is this difficult how <sighs> yeah i feel that makes no sense it, it it it's i don't know I don't get it. I like all these movies, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy what I watched. 
But the minute I have to like attach my brains, it all or my passing brain, yeah, that's when I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, totally fun. See it in the theater. I had a great time. I still think yeah. Yeah, this I ends agree. up either at the bottom or right before the bottom of my list. If we were actually, it's waiting. at the bottom. Agreed. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's definitely not in the top half of mine, but I don't know how close to the bottom it gets. I'll have to see it again because all of these others I've seen at least twice. Um, so let's get to the rankings then, right? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do it. Uh, so we all did individual rankings. Uh, I compiled them together. Uh, first place got nine points. Last place got one point. Like that, we had two ties. We had a tie at the bottom and a tie at the top. Ooh. Oddly enough. Um, but coming in at last place because it got well, we all we all know the top. <laughs> coming in at last place because it got two last place votes, um, and the one it tied with only had one last place vote. Uh, is Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw? What? Yeah. Wow, that's uh, you guys are wrong. That, I was, you guys, so me and Tiggs put this in last. Yep. Russ put the second to last. And uh, Alex put it third to last. It's 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 towards the bottom, but I think it's a dumb, fun buddy movie. It and is ninety yeah. percent of them just like insulting each other and nothing. Yeah. Like this is not no. We are ranking Fast and Furious movies. This is not a Fast and Furious movie. This goes to the bottom right. of the list. Yeah, it's it's uh, not a bad movie. It's not a bad and movie, I, but it is I not a like- Fast and Furious movie. I like them fucking with each other at yeah, the beginning. I think it's funny. This movie yeah. is so fucking yeah. long, and every single it time long. you watch it, I check out so hard by the end. Oh, I totally forgot. I I left the room for like a good twenty minutes. <laughs> I, think this movie, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. I laugh. I laughed probably more in this one. Than I laugh at most. Yeah, which may be not a good thing. I don't know. But I just fucking hate the Fate of the Furious. So for me. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is not the worst, but I I I really can't stage that much of an argument. Yeah, um, as, 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 for, for me, it's 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 its length. Granted, the most Fast and Furious sequence of this movie is the finale, when yeah. in the in like pulling the helicopter down. But I I am so uninterested by the time we get there. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I think it just—I think it's the opposite of eight, which uh, I mean we could have all assumed was going to come in next at second to last. Yeah, I should have had yeah. second to last on my list. So but, for hours. We all we all had fast. Uh, sorry, Fate of the Furious second to last. Russ had it dead last. Um. Uh, I will. We will talk about Alex's last place movie in a minute. Um. For me, hmm. for me, I hate the beginning of this movie. It's awful. The the first hour and a the half first hour of this movie is. I don't even know how you people say hour and a half. Like it, it really takes. So I well, how, when do they get to Russia? That's when it gets good, and then that's it. Whenever that happens, no. that might be the last hour. This movie's yeah, even less than that. I think the my my biggest problem with this is the which makes me team Vin is the rock soccer sequence. Yes, I fucking hate that it's so out of place it's so unnecessary it's it's the opposite of everything i liked about daddy's got to go to work it's so dumb we have to watch the rock do another haka uh haka right yeah yeah and it's like i'm so tired of this well i think by that point the tension between the two of them 
was pretty palpable. Yeah. So they were already trying to figure, okay, can we start teasing a little bit more about who this guy is so we can spin him out to his own shit and get him away from it. So I, I yeah, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have any place in in Fate of the Furious, but as a pilot to the eventual Hobbs and Shaw movies where he has to carry a whole movie. It makes sense. Yeah. But yes, it, it what it builds up for The Rock is that it sets up two things about his character. One, he's a good dad, and two, women love him. Yeah. That's not. I don't. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> like, like that it, for for Vin versus Rock, and that's what, if that's what you're gonna like. And anyone would say what The Rock wants to put forward, or that they want to put forward for his Rock character. That sucks. Yeah. I'd rather watch him do other shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, agree. I hate that sequence, and 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 this movie does get me back towards the end of it, like like uh, Tiggs was saying earlier, and I think that's why I have this and Hobbs and Shaw flipped in, uh, in this order. Okay. I would play a bit happier from Fate than I do from Hobbs and Shaw. Um, Alex, you had you had Hobbs and Shaw above this, but also both of these above another movie. Uh, We'll talk about your other movie in a second, but can you, uh, can you a little bit about Fate from you? Fate and Fierce. So again, it's it's for me. It's that last half hour or so that that gets me back. I I enjoyed that a lot. I think it's really fun. I think they've got a good, like, again, a good balance of like a bunch of crazy set pieces that are fun and like they. I know they do again. They do the stupid formula of turning every bad guy good at that point. Yep. But I think that like that that scene is just really satisfying them going through the airplane or is there wait no it's a it's it's like it's really good like that's that's like it's it's entertaining and stupid and like um it always it reminds me of uh takes that airplane uh level from from call of duty no oh, yeah totally <laughs> um I don't know why, but like that's, uh, I, I, and I think that like this is one of those moments where I think it's yes they're they're, they're pushing it with their like weird surprises from other movies and bringing stuff back, but I think at this point you're still giving them a pass on some of that stuff, yeah. <laughs> and then you end up losing it later, yeah. But um. Yeah. Uh, um, next on the list, then. Uh, so this movie, uh, Alex brought its average down. Uh, Tiggs has it at five. I have it at six. Russ has it at seven, and Alex has it at ninth. Um, oh. It's Fast Ampersant Furious, the fourth film. It's actually not as bad as I remember. I, I this is this, and I liked it a lot. Watching it this time, I was just like, "Holy crap, this is really good!" And I've always thought yeah. this was my least favorite. This, this, this is the one I was saying. I would, I would bring this one up two spots. It, it um, has a lot of heavy lifting. It, it has to basically create a template that sets off five, six, seven, and the rest of those movies. It's it, and, it's a transitional movie. It's again, it's a transition from those first three to the next three. Yeah, and it, that's a really hard thing to do, and it does a pretty good job. I think it does. Yeah. I think it pulls it off. Like I, I always gave this one like a short trip, and and I think that this is it, it worked very well. Um, watching it again, I just had 
more fun than I remember ever having watching this one. What's so interesting about this one is that, as what we were saying, like, it's in the first 10 minutes that you realize, oh, they kind of know where they're going with all of these already. Yep. It, that, that opening sequence is so different from the others and really is a, a harbinger of what's to come. Right. My yeah. issue with this one and why it's low for me is that the rest of the movie just feels like an unfunny version of Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Yes. It, it's a complete plot retread. It's almost like this was the second movie they wanted to make if Vin Diesel had said yes in the first place. Yes. Yes. I, I, I completely agree with that because it is – it's the – all the beats are the same for the most part. I but yeah it it is again this is now the seventh movie but it's it is really rewarding like the car stuff is good I thought that the uh, the guy who uh, quote unquote killed Letty I thought he his character was awesome Phoenix or whatever his name was and then I'll never get over how good the sequence with Vin doing CSI to recreate the murder <laughs> yeah. That is Which funny. Is he... wrong. Yeah, when it turns out he's that's, wrong, it's delightful. That shit is so funny. Because, again, it's like, this is the moment where I think you really realize that, like, Vin Diesel thinks he's the perfect man and has every single power whenever he needs it. Um, yes. And I think that, like, this is the moment you're like, oh, I kind of thought this was maybe, like, a put-on before, but, like, no, he, this man believes it. <laughs> yeah, but it, but I think this is where it works. Where where I don't think the Vin Diesel part of it works is when he has to punch somebody. Yeah, yeah. I I love Vin Diesel as an all powerful driver and leader of his team. I don't really love the Vin Diesel fights another person persona. So like when he pulls down chains to like take down an entire. Yeah, tunnels worth bad dudes. When he when yeah. he fights the Rock, when he fights John Cena, when he fights Jason Statham, that's when I find him him not really understanding the Dominic Toretto character. When there's so many other times in which I think it's perfect, like the even the, the sequence in Fate when all of the team has their hooks in his car. Yeah, he completely takes them apart. I love that sequence. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think they misinterpret what his power. Is. He's not super strength or he's not super strength like the rock or super fighting ability like some of the other people. He's got like an iron. Yeah. And like the ability to just persevere through anything. Which is not like necessarily a power, but it translates well in some of his best moments. Like he is an all go, no quit kind of guy. So when you see him in situations you can even see him in, in Fate of the Furious, and that's a great example of him kind of using his will and his thoughts as an expert sir, to figure that shit out. Yeah. He's not just like, I've got it. You're watching him process. And when he fights, he fights like somebody is like a, a fucking giant or something. Yeah. So when you when you add in The Rock, when you add in Jason Statham, this is why I'm team Vin Diesel, He, of course he has to push back. And say, I still have to be big, because I think if you lose Dominic Toretto's aura, you lose the whole movie. But I don't. I think 
the addition of those two characters push him in a way I find uninteresting. I... Well, then that, that's the tough part about this whole franchise, that it's like, you got to stop introducing charismatic dudes who can kick ass. Yes. Because if, if you need to just give me monotone, like, uh, curling their mustache villains, because if you keep introducing all these fucking cool guys, people are going to like those cool guys. Like, yeah. I think that was why Brian worked so well, was because Brian was always a regular Yep. And, and they introduced all these superheroes and like actual fighters so that made you root for Brian because he was a regular dude and now there's no regular guys so they had to ratchet up yeah. Toretto and it, it yeah it yeah I get it, it it's it's tough Vin Diesel, Diesel needs a bland white uh, pretty white guy to work off of <laughs> Yeah, and don't speak ill of the dead. Yes. No, I don't mean that. Like, I mean, isn't like he needs someone that, like, again, won't upstage yeah. him, but like compliments him. Yeah. Exactly, you're right. Yes, he needs that other person. Even if you're going to have those other characters around, he needs a grounding force. And right now, there's a team, but within the team focus of the movies, it's always Brian and Dom and the team. Now it's dominant. Yeah. And I right. think you, you need that other person to kind of highlight, to compliment it, really. And they, they can't figure out who can do that. And I think they try to make it needy, but that's not who that he is. No. And they can't, it can't be Tyrese. It can't, like, it can't, the, the, what was the guy that they brought in, in, um, in Little Night? Nobody? Yeah, Little Nobody, yeah. Got Eastwood. Yes. Yeah, that was a huge mistake. Yep. That's the problem. They misunderstood what what I think Vin Diesel needs and doesn't have, and it's a shame that they haven't done it with Letty, is when he when he says a wild idea, sure, it's very fun when Roman thinks it's a wild idea, but I yeah. like when it flashes to Brian and he looks like a child who was just told he could he's tall enough to go on a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like it's... He was excited and in, and he's like, I can't, I'm so excited I get to live this life. Yeah. And he needs someone with that, and it's a shame that Letty had to die in four, and they had to kind of reboot her character in a bit and try to figure out what exactly they're going to do with her. And I don't think they've figured it out yet. No. No, they haven't. They have All right, what's okay. next on the list? Uh, which one did we talk about? Fast and Furious. Fast ampersand Furious. Okay. Yeah, um, our list goes in a very fun order now because uh, that was Fast 4 at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. At number 6 uh, is a movie that – who has it the highest? Alex has it the highest. Alex ranks this third. Um, Alex ranks this third. Uh, Russ – I won't apologize. Six, and me and Tiggs both rank this seventh. Um, and it's Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Nice. I this, this okay before I watching this this time I was like this movie is great like this is just this is just a just straightforward fast and furious movie and I enjoyed like the heck out of it but I just enjoyed this is from like uh, on my list from seven up like with the exception of Hobbs and Shaw and Fate and the Furious which I do like enjoy watching everything else I legitimately think is just a great movie oh yeah oh, yeah no, no. I like everything yeah but I think um, that the, 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 the 
on paying my INAP issue, but so I'm in the same boat. But, but uh, Tokyo Drift, for me, is just so simple. It is taking that yes. formula, grafting it onto something else, and just, like, letting it go. And just, like, and, and it's, I think it, without complicating it's overcomplicating itself you see how well the original formula works yeah but and I, on that though i think it takes too long to find its actual i i i agree sure that's fair that's completely fair it does but it it, sh- it it does show how like after after too fast too furious like the conventional thinking was okay this is done this movie really was like not at all what anyone was expecting. I mean, the movie really ended up being well, but it for anyone who gave it a chance, you're like, wait, this can't, there is still life within this machine. You just have to, you know, tweak some things, move a couple things around, and it definitely can still work. And I think this does that in a, in a really good way. I think this was also probably the last one uh, that really was heavily car focused. Oh, totally. racing. This is probably the last race oriented movie that they made. Yeah, um, yeah. But it it works really well with shit actors, except for Han. Yeah, yes, yeah. and I think that's the thing. Is like, it here's here's the thought. like, Lucas Black is no. Paul Walker, no. <laughs> and, uh, and he never will be. Twenty one in Fast Nine. Oh, in Fast Nine, my God! Like it's, I feel bad for him that like you could tell here that like he's like you know kind of like a teen heartthrob is where they're going for with him, and in the new one he's just like they kind of have given up on that and just make him sort of goofy. Well, no, they um, should, because he's his character in this timeline is supposed to be maybe twenty one. Yeah. Because of where this syncs up with Tokyo Drift. He's yes. got to be in his late 30s. He's yes. a 20-year-old. Yes. And his face does not do it. No. No. It no. no. I mean, no. It's NCAS New Orleans, he, you know, that's just... Yeah. It's, but, the, the franchise fucked him over. Because of dancing around with Han, they make the actor not fit the role anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and I think honestly, like he's also not as buff as a lot of them. I think maybe sure. that like I don't know. No, he's twinky. Uh, bow wow, bow wow. Oh, yeah, man. and and uh, justice for them. That's why I say like because I think that they they again, uh, like in this movie are like yes, it's like it is it is hundred percent like the. Like the 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 CW reboot of Fast and Furious, but um, I just I I think that the setting is fun. I think that the the races are fun. I think the fact that they just take like just drifting that's their their yeah. new mechanic. Again, if we're talking about like a video game, you get like your new yeah. mechanic for the game. I, I think that like that is something that's like, that's pure enough that like works in this world that it doesn't overcomplicate it and make it too insane. Yeah. Totally, and that they end up using later on. Cause, like drifting is huge in 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 Tokyo Drift, but then they kind of have to drift a little bit. Yeah, and it's like you know how you get like something so hard to learn in the first game, but now by the second or third one, it's something you do really need to 
it was kind of cool seeing that. It, 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 it's your Mega Man boss power, Odin. Yeah. As I said, it's it's for me everything above. I don't like. I like all of these movies in, in some way, shape, or form. It's just that I everything that's above this for me, I like the plot. Yeah. Agree. No, no, and I agree. I don't, I don't love the plot of this one. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Completely fair. Um, so as I said, going up the list, uh, we just went from Fast 4 to Fast 3. Coming in at number 5 is Too Fast, Too Furious. It had... Whoa, um, why is that so low? Its lowest was Tiggs had Too Fast, Too Furious in number six. I had it five, as did Criminal. Alex. Russ has Criminal. it. Russ, Russ is its biggest supporter, so why don't you start? Too Fast, Too Furious is the best movie ever. Fight me. It, it is, uh, no. It, is this your number one? No. It's number it's three. Not, it, I have it at three. I fucking love this movie. I'm sorry. It's so fun. It's dumb as shit, but... It, it's like the first time, like, Too Fast, the Fast and Love movies, is a dumb movie that kind of takes itself very seriously. And Too Fast, Too Furious is a dumb movie that's like, no, no, we're a dumb movie, right? Uh, let's uh, make an Argentine villain out of a fucking Irish dude. And it, it's just so fun. And Tyrese and Paul Walker is homoerotic dancer. This is the first time we oh. get Oh no, that a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's because I'm convinced no man in these movies likes a woman. <laughs> no, it's very performative. Like a lot of the romantic stuff feels very performative in in these movies. That like yes. they they may like be like. I've gotta. That's a beautiful woman. I've gotta talk to her. Stuff like that. It seems like almost like they're convincing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, and I do not mean that as like a like that. It should be an ins like you know again, like that is just the way stuff is written is like an alien is trying to figure out what romance is. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. And but, it's yeah fun for those reasons. It's yes. And, and uh, every like every, all of their lines that they deliver towards each other are ridiculous. <laughs> it, um, you do you do not stop laughing in this movie. Yeah, when think, it, whether when it wants you to or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's one that I think if I had the time, because it's shorter than the, than the ones I have above it, I could put this on at any point in the day. It's a it's a strange little delight. Um, outside uh, of the the. Rat sequence in the club oh, is yeah. out of place. <laughs> oh, that's so, so weird. weird! I forgot about that part. Yeah. See, Pete, you just spoke to a, uh, a specific point in my life where my senior year of college, I went to campus brunch and got hammered with one other person, which is a strange thing to do. And I went to the video store and I bought this movie on DVD, <laughs> and we watched this movie as our let's get ready to drink, or let's start drinking, or let's drink and then go out. It's like 90 minutes long. <laughs> so it was like the perfect length of time for us to do anything and go out, or just stay in. It, it, was, it was that movie for me, so I think that's why it was also a little bit higher. Because I have watched this probably more than any other movie in the saga. It was, that's yeah, fair, yeah. 
for me, yeah. it was on this rewatch that brought it down on the list slightly because the movie we'll talk about in a second, I was shocked at how much I liked it. Okay. Interesting. Um, uh, any, that sounds like sex talk. Any, any final thoughts on Too Fast, Too Furious? Uh, no, everyone should see it. It's only eight to fifteen years old. Yeah, it's very good. It, it, this yeah. movie is still it. It is a ridiculous delight. I agree. It, it's it's it it's a weird. It, it sticks out of place now because neither uh, Ludacris's or even Tyrese's character or looks no. and feels anything like what they are now. That is my biggest complaint. No. Is that this, this movie is dragged down by the other movies because I like the characters more now than then. Yeah. Yeah. Um so as I said, in a weird in a weird uh little fix, we've been going fast four, fast three, fast two. Next on our list in fourth place is the original, The Fast and the Furious. This movie, every single one of us put it in fourth. That's hilarious. That's really funny. It's where exactly where it belongs, I it's think. Exa- it's, I, th- I agree. On this rewatch, I fucking love this movie. No, I think it's and a great movie. Right there before, it's- it's, it was like a dumb movie that takes itself seriously. That worked so well for me on this rewatch. You could just show this. Like, I, I feel like with all of the other Fast and Furious movies, like if you were to show this to, to uh, 100% of the people, you might have to caveat like, okay, well, you know, this is going to get kind of weird. This is like crazy. It's a big action movie. This one you can just put on and be like, no, just it's just like a crime drama, basically. And everyone is acting. Yeah. It's the only movie where yeah. everyone is acting. And and I think that, like, even your complaints about maybe, like, any performances, anything like that, or characters, I think that, like, it's one that with age, you really grow to appreciate. That, like, you you see all, like, seeing all these characters for 20 years, you actually start to, like, I don't know, become nostalgic for, like, seeing them this young and all this and come to get like it's it's something that like i think that they do it so well and again simply that like it only gets stronger over time because the buster kept me out of handcuffs like this is there's <laughs> oh great great line yep yeah and it, it's um as i said there's two things that put it above like rewatching it it is shocking how long they hauled off on the Brian's a cop reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Like an hour. Like a half hour. Brian goes through so much with Vin and the crew before you find out he's a cop. And then as soon as you find out he's a cop, it's like he just starts acting like a cop to them. Where it's just like, you got to drag me into whatever you guys are doing. You're just like, man, you really just force this one really quickly. But um, I I, I agree. Like, it, it would... For a first-time watch, I could see it being, like, like a shocking reveal. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I I feel like as these movies became so much bigger and different, I looked back at the end of the first one and found it very silly in my mind. I think sure. the last 20 minutes of this movie, from the moment where Brian shows up and saves them all from, like, the, the hijacking that was going badly... Yeah. And he's sitting above Vince, who's kind of bleeding out. And he calls on the phone, and he looks at Vin Diesel. Yep. And he says over the phone that he's a cop. Officer, that, Brian, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That moment between them is so good. Yeah. Yeah. From that point on, I think the movie's incredible. And you know what? Also, too, it's like 
it had stakes then it doesn't anymore like you you kind of know now that like everything's gonna like everyone's gonna be fine everything returns to status quo every bad guy turns good yeah um everyone returns from space yeah so (laughs) here like watching it and and having it feel like someone like vin diesel can get hurt other things can happen like that's it's better for the drama yeah well that's going back to what um i think russ said about uh paul walker's character is that why i think he works so much is that he was the one that always felt like he was going to die yeah yeah vin diesel was a superhero but you always there was this weird feeling that's like Brian O'Connor's a dude that could just die in all these situations. And he doesn't the, really there's a movie that we'll here. talk about later that, in a very weird way, weaponizes that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's what that's what I love about him. And and as Tig said to Fast 9, that's what was so good about the I think we're immortal conversation. I wanted someone – I never realized that I wanted someone to die here. And that's what you – I think that's what Brian O'Connor brought to the table. Like there was a vulnerability in the sense that this this is a regular person who's in over their head constantly yeah. and, who might, and who should die. Yeah. It was – Well, it, even – Well, we'll get to it. Yep. Like the fact that in that seventh movie, none of us had any idea what was going to happen with that character ultimately. So every time he did something fantastical like – and then he kind of did, you know, okay, that's fine, he's written off, whatever. But that movie has that heightened place in everyone's memory because we were wondering, are, is he going to, like, is Song going to die? Is he going to die? And no one has died. So it's like now I shit because the one person who always, who, who could have died, did. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they should have killed him, but no. because he did or die, now I'm like, well, no, it's But, you know. Um, yeah. Sorry, Alex, were you going to add something? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I think this is, like, even the ridiculous car stuff, this, like, you know, the the funny effects and, like, CG and stuff like that, I think that, like, it, even the stuff that's of its time in this is endearing and works. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It was the thing that, from all in this moment, the the one, like, the kind of runner that made me love the Fast and Furious franchise the most in the weirdest way was Brian's obs- Brian's obsession with beating Domino Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Always brings and it up every movie, single time. Every movie that includes something along those lines, which is so one, four, five, six, and seven. Yep. I immediately, it, that's, that, that's the part, part of it that feels like home and family to me. Yeah. That Brian desperately wants to just beat Dom once. Um, and I, I love that. That dynamic is incredible. I want to watch all of these again. <laughs> um, top our top our Yeah, our number three movie was the most, I would say, it, weird that it came here because it's a bit of a controversy. Uh, Russ has this movie in uh, fifth place. Alex has it in sixth place. Ooh. But I know which one this I is then. I have it at three, and Tiggs has this all the way at number one. Yep. Tiggs, Whoa. 
Can you? I would. Uh, so I want to hear from Tiggs and Alex most of all. Can you, Tiggs? Can you tell us about Fast Six? Yes, I can. And I will say this much, especially on this rewatch, where I was not expecting to have Fast Six at the top anymore. Um, rewatching all of them, rewatching Fast Five, I actually found myself getting a little bit bored during Fast Five, and Fast yeah, Six is just Fast Five amped up to another level with a lot of bullshit cut out of it, and 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 even more bullshit cut, put into it, but like more fun bullshit. I think that Fast 6 is, like, the ultimate culmination of this franchise. I, I was going to send you this list with Fast and Furious 6 and 7 as the number one spot. Because I think that <laughs> those two together are, like, my two favorite overall uh, of this entire franchise. And I think it is Brian that brings it all together. Where it's just like, well, Brian mm. doesn't want to... You know, it's like, well, Brian just Slow misses down. the bullets. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, Brian misses the bullets yeah. more than anything else. And, like, that, I think that is exemplified here. And then it's, well, I would feel better if you were watching his back. Um, yeah, I, I think that six is just, like, that that much for me, honestly. Uh, Alex, why so low? Um, I, see, maybe I thought this one was just a little, I don't know, if it was maybe too busy or anything like that. I'm trying to. I can see that. I'm trying to think. Like I, I rewatched this in eight. I think like back to back, um, and maybe I think I was actually watched eight first. Uh, weirdly, because it was on TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe I was. Maybe it might have been burnout. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm I started, to think like I, I had done this over like two days, and I started day two with this, so I had like a little bit of a break in between. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Russ, on the low side for you as well. Why? Low side, it's five. That's like smack in the middle. I, I think it's, uh, if we're saying that like five, four, like one, two, and three is a trilogy, four is a reboot, and then, four, and then five, six, and seven are a trilogy, then to me that trilogy's order is... Like, this would be my least favorite out of those. And it, I really, like, okay. it's a good, it's a very good fast movie. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of, I like the fight scenes in this one. I think the Gina Carano and um, Letty fight. Is That's awesome. right. Um, I, I love the Han and, um, uh, Giselle? uh Roman fighting is, oh, oh fight. I think it's one of the best parts. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good fighting in this movie. I, I just okay. didn't care as much for the car acrobatics. Yeah. And I feel like they, like, at coming off of five, which I think nails doing cool shit with cars, this one did bigger, not necessarily better. I still love it. I love it. I think it's a great movie. Um, also, the way Elena is like, yeah, you should probably uh, go back to Letty. Um, yeah, that part was weird. That's so and, like, weird. <laughs> cool and, and this is this is the one with like the car that flips all the other cars over. No, wait, that's yeah. Wait, hold on. It is. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, and this is the one with like the the um like the kind of like the mirror uh, crew, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. So my thing too is that like I don't think they do enough with that. I think that like again they're like they've got 
they, like like that's right because Roman's like they've got that like are you not seeing that like and there's that whole funny thing and I feel like you never see them actually match wits with the fast crew um I thought that was a little disappointing watching it this time um yeah, yeah I, I, I I like those aspects I think this is a movie that I would have had lower before this rewatch I think this one understands the team better than I thought it did. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, Fast Fast Five does a lot of, like we'll talk about, does a lot of more fun sequences. This one, I think, defines those characters better um, and a little bit deeper. Um, I agree. I, 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 and I, what I really like about this one, uh, in this turn or t- time around, especially for what I don't like about some of the other ones, I liked everyone giving The Rock shit. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think uh, that it, it's again. I think this one just like I think not enough stood out for me. I'm like even having to. I'm like even struggling right now to remember some stuff. The for for me, what really pushed it above watching all of these again was I think the tank sequence. That is oh, that's the right, yeah. best. Stuff, the team working together sequence of all of the movies. Yep. I think it it, it shows because the, the the beginning chase in London is supposed to break the team down and be like, oh, we are not as good as we just thought we were. Yeah. But the tank sequence is when they're up against a tank, and it's just like, no, but we are. We have no quit, which you we said about like the uh, the uh, Dom Toretto character. Yeah. And right. where he has to do his like Superman save Letty thing. Oh, God, yeah, across the bridge. Yeah, that's a big first time. And they, I feel like they've done it 40 times since. Yeah. yeah. And I don't care. It was, it was really cool at first. Uh, Ro- like Roman almost getting squashed by the tank and like, so and good. being terrified. I, I think every member of the team has such a great moment in that entire sequence. Okay. And it might be my favorite action sequence of the entire it's- series. It's really good. Yeah. I do think that, unfortunately, like knowing Letty's trajectory in this really takes away, like, kind of makes her amnesia thing a bit of a drag. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I will that, give you that. Yeah, like I think that, like, her with Shaw and like him being like, "Is this a problem?" and all this stuff, and her just being like, "No," and like all this, like, it's you know, like obviously you knew that, like, in these movies that she was not going to stay bad, but I think the fact that, like. Again, they rush through stuff, even with all these movies that they don't need to. Um, yeah, yeah. Closing thoughts on Fast Six. It would be again like this. This is another one that I think would probably get would get pushed up a little bit. I think it's. I weirdly, I was weirdly hard on this, and I don't know yeah. exactly why. Um. Number two, as I said, we had a tie at the bottom. The bottom two movies had the same amount of points. The top two movies had the same amount of points. Um, Because the one that I put in second place was because everyone had it in second except me. I was the only one that had this at number one. The movie that's going to come in first in a second, two people have it in the top slot. Two people have it in the top slot, but they tied because Tiggs had it all the way at number three. Yep. So coming at number two, being broken because I was the only one to have it at number one. So I'll start off by talking about uh, Furious 7. Awesome. Uh, Comes in at number two. This is is my number one. uh, Because as I I kind of drop throughout this ranking is that it it hits at my 
favorite relationship in these movies, and that is Dom and Brian. Yep. The yeah. sort of brotherhood and like rivalry that those two have throughout these movies is so good and so deep and so interesting. And I don't know how much of this was had like other than the ending, how much of it was redone to weaponize that, as I said. I, well, yeah. I, I, I don't know how much was done to weaponize it because the most thorough relationship in all of these movies is Dom and Ryan. Yeah. yeah. And it always Even so, Dom's sister. You have to try that hard. Dom's sister and Brian's wife look at the two of them and say, you're better together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I think the fact that, like, there's. Mo- for movie, multiple movies, they talk to you about family, and it's a lot of times talk. And this is the time that yes. you feel it. Yeah. And this is like this is the moment where everything they've talked about in all those movies actually like comes out, and you get the emotions of that, rather than like having it something that like again that like is just sort of beaten into you that it's important. Yeah. You see it, and it's it's so much more powerful that way, and uh, like. Again, it took a tragedy yeah. <laughs> for some of that, which is very dark and like makes you know sometimes obviously like feels weird. But like, I don't know. It's it, it makes these movies like weirdly beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yes. I absolutely love it. it, it I, I do too. Like, and again, it's my number two. Yeah, but, my number like, two. To, to say it's like to say this is my number two facet. all-time favorite movie, period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's up there. But I think, like, when you see where they, how much they hammer in family, 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 uh, at this point and subsequently, it's like that, that Brian and Dom relationship, I'm shocked. They didn't take, they didn't mind any of that, considering Brian is still alive in this universe. Mind some of that as why Jacob and Dom have fallen out. Like, yeah. use yeah. those things to that fuck each good. other. Like, yeah. I, as opposed to, yeah, as much as I, I, am, like, I was happy to see the car come up with a baby side, even though I didn't like what I didn't see Brian because he's, you know, dead IRL. <laughs> but like, you, the fact that he was that close to this other person. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, it's that's so clearly obvious that's the strongest relationship. Because that, that is the one story part of Too Fast, Too Furious that works really well is Roman being pissed that he found yeah. that someone that he thought turned him in yes. let someone else go. Yeah. And he thought he yeah. was better friends with Brian. Yes, that that is the best. Yes, I 100% agree with that storyline. Um, um, but that's so, using a movie to make another movie stronger. It's like when you've got this much or stronger like I wanted to feel more from John Cena and I wanted to feel more from John Cena and uh, Diane Toretto yeah. than, I, than I did now the flashback scenes gave me that but the flashback scenes also kind of reminded me of the more simplistic Fast and Furious world where it really was just um, Brian and, yeah. I don't know, it just kind of brought me back to that. But yeah, no, Fur- Furious 7, it's also the one, the, I think the last one 
that had ridiculous stunts that still felt grounded were intrinsic to the plot. Yeah. Well, yeah. In driving through, driving, like, through the, still driving through the two skyscrapers still gives me goosebumps watching that. Oh, it's that incredible. Was... That scene is one of the best scenes in any of these movies. Ever. Yeah. Because yeah. the difference between Dom and Brian. Dom driving a car off a cliff, you're like, of course he would. He's going to survive this. Yeah. Brian trying to escape from that bus before it falls off the cliff, oh. you're like, oh my God, he's going to die. Yep. So in that and... moment, when they're driving through the through the through the buildings, and they allow the two of them to have moments together about what they're doing. It it fucking sings. It's yes. beautiful. It's it's that the, that friendship and that brotherhood between the two of them. I I I. Oh my god! I want to fucking die. It's I, the, so good. The too slow moment, the and the callback to the too slow moment are probably like it's it's so simple and it's so good. It, it, it's so amazing. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's. You know, like like George Lucas said, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's, uh, um, it's. I I think that like again, like going back to like this is one movie where there's so many. Again, the set pieces are outrageous. The the, the guest stars are crazy. Like Ronda Rousey, like all these things that like are should make this movie an absolute mess, and it somehow for me just. Everything works. I mean, Ronda yeah. Rousey's action is uh, acting is She's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> and that normally that would take me out completely, but it's I, I don't know. Like, like there's so many weird things in this. Like again, like Iggy Azalea coming up and being like, "Hey, ghost girl," where like that's oh, so that's stupid. So but I'm just the, like, you know what? The Bring Roman, it on. The Roman race wars. D, oh. uh, DJC and where it's just like there? Roman, go shine like only you can shine, and you just take yeah. oh, such a good scene. Yeah. This this movie has my favorite um, Roman and Tej character it, characterization, yes. and I don't think they grow anywhere from here, which yeah, is a bummer. I agree. Yeah, totally. I don't. Th- I think they have the same exact relationship in this movie that they do in the others, and it's not it, it's not deepening, and I mean, which is annoying because that is the only strong male friendship left in this series. Yeah, and not coming anywhere close to Dom and Brian. I mean, you could have ended the series of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Here's the part that was. I can't remember now. Was it is it is it six or seven that ends with the two of them approaching Ramses and being like, "Okay, cut the bullshit. Which one of us is it going to be?" And her saying, "What's my last name?" What's my last name? Is that six or seven? Is that I think it's seven. Wait, no, no, wait. That's no. That's 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 eight. Oh wait, no. Oh, it's eight. They're in New York City. They're on the roof in New York City when she asked that. And we were right. talking about her, like, and they never Sorry. go anywhere else with her character, and it's a real fucking bummer. Yeah, um, no, they have no. Um, unless pairing like a, a, a female front to spin off, which they haven't really done any characterization for yet. Uh, they, she has no purpose in these songs. Yeah, nope. And it's a shame. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's. Yeah, I um, think I think I, I, I could talk about Fast Seven for me hours. too. And, and honestly, this, this, these are tied for me. I just want to say for the record that like these two for me are like the pinnacle of this series. And so I don't I, know. I want to go to Tiggs first 
Because okay. these two movies tied because Tiggs put Fast Five in third place. Yep. Um, but I said I gave it the win over Fast Seven because two people have it in first. Uh, so Tiggs. Yeah. Fast Five complaints. I think <laughs> it drags. It's honestly. yeah, it does. I, I, I think it starts to drag, and and this could be. To be fair, this was like 10 o'clock at night, and this is my fifth movie of the day. Um, and it was all the other Fast and Furious movies before that. Um, and, then, and then like got a fresh start with six the next day. Um, I think that The Rock being like a villainous good guy is fantastic. And I think that this is the only time that they've been able to pull off a character like that. Like, that's what they wanted Cena to be in Nine. And Cena, and they just they didn't give Cena enough lines. They didn't give him enough time. And Cena just couldn't pull it off with the, char- uh, the charisma that the, that the Rock does. So I think that all yeah. of this setup is fantastic. I just think it starts to drag right before the bank heist scene. Yeah, I, I was sorry, I forgot to say, Seven has my favorite amount of The Rock. Yeah. I think he's perfectly used in that. Uh, but yeah, about, so yeah, so five, I can see that. I think five is the one that I love. I still really like on rewatch, but when it's over and I'm thinking about it before my next rewatch, I always think it's better. It's the one I've seen the yeah. most. And it's the one that like, I will always think is my favorite. And then after watching, I'm just like, eh, maybe that wasn't as good. As yeah, well, well but that as does, somebody has it as their favorite. Yes. I, I, um, it, all, all of what you guys have said so far are points well taken. But I think this was the first one that like really fully successfully lived out the template of what these uh, could be. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a full sense. Like it, it was like you saw shades of it in Tokyo. You saw a little bit of it in Fast and Furious, which is a flawed movie, but that's its own. Fast Five just said, boom. Okay, cars, that's the entry point. The characters, you know them. We're going to start, we're going to pick up right where the fourth one left in. Yeah, that, and, I, I love that. Yeah. So, it, and it, we're going to fucking go. Yeah. And we're going to bring in The Rock in the perfect role at, at that time. Yeah. And that was like, I feel like the first, it was the first movie that kind of had more. Combat, combat. Because yeah. there's guns and there's physical fights, but it was still so it lived between the world and being ridiculous, grounded and ridiculous. Like the original movies up to this point, and even including this one, had wild shit happening that you could imagine is maybe possible a little bit. And then I think six, seven, and eight, nine, and everything moving forward. It's ridiculous shit that could happen. And I think I like that five is like the last ridiculous one that's a little bit grounded. Yeah. And and I think the height I think the fact that it's like also like the heist stuff helps. That like they're building towards like a bigger thing. I don't know. I think that like Oddly enough, one of the things I liked most about five the first time I saw it was when there's a moment that they're in when they're like planning the heist and like we need some fast cars yeah and uh dom and brian go to a street race that's right and instead of showing you the race the race yeah it skips to them winning and coming back with cars that they want yep 
That's and it was this amazing moment. moment that was like, you know what? We're not even going to pretend to be a different kind of movie. We're not even going to pretend to be what we were before. We are something different. And I propped that up for the longest time. But on the rewatch, I didn't love that as much. I liked watching them all racing in the cop cars later on. Yeah. yeah. I will say also this, in, I mean, we're not about five, but about six, is that, and this might change, as Russ was saying with the next one, it's the only one with a death, really. Like, yeah. Giselle dying still holds weight, and the Giselle character in five is fantastic. Um, along with Han, like, it, the five is the, is the moment where kind of all the characters are, are just about at their best. Yeah, and I think that, like, again, like, we see, we keep seeing them now, like, each movie, you have to, like, rebuild the team. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, something that's getting exhausting. I think that, like, this first time watching it and, like, bringing together all the eras and stuff like that is, um, along with the new, you know, rock and everything, I think it's it's satisfying. And I think that, like, I don't know, I... I wonder if this one is just, it maybe is sometimes a, not a Fast and Furious movie <laughs> in the way that we want it to be, like you're saying, Peter. Um, so I don't know. It's so, it's so weird. As I said before, I will always think about it as being incredible. And then when I watch it, I think it's very, very good. But I, yeah. I can't shake the this movie's incredible thought. No matter how many times I rewatch and be like, oh, yeah, this is very, very good. I guess I, I guess my mind thinks it's better than I, it actually is. Yeah. But it just that that feeling just resets. It's the fucking weirdest. I, I think that like to, for me, five, six, and seven are like yeah, they are my top three. And and as we're saying, like if it's like in the top three of the Fast and Furious movies, then it's probably in like my top ten of all movies of all time. Like the, these are yeah. movies that I can put on at any point and watch and just enjoy. I mean, it's got the barbecue. It's got the, the, the Sunday, uh, the, the, the church barbecue speech in it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So I said before, I, 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 God, uh, the, the Brian's obsession with beating Dom, like in four, he keeps claiming that Dom cheated. <laughs> um, Cause he, he, he like pitted him. And then in five, Dom lets him win, win because it's a win. it's a it's a, like a baby present. Oh. It's just it's oh, all that stuff is so good. Yeah, I think like if I look back at my personal rankings, I see this franchise as like three kind of trill like three trilogies so far ish with uh, one one offs in in uh, Fast and Furious and the five six seven. For me, they're, they're the aggregate best three movies of the trilogy of the of the ten that we have so far. Yeah, definitely. They rank the highest for me over like one, two, and Tokyo Drift, and eight, nine, and Hobbs and Shaw. It, they're just fucking great movies, all of them, and I, it makes me feel bad to have to rank any of them when the only ones that I really need to be ranked are, or like ranked in any kind of negative way is Hobbs and Shaw, Fatal and Furious, and F9. Everything else is very good. I absolutely love, like, uh, as I said, me and Tiggs have a more similar list, and then Russ and Alex have a similar list. 
it, it's a weird like pairing. But as I said, it's so fucking fun that all of us agreed about where the first one goes. That is really great. Yeah, I, I thought I was actually going to have that a lot higher than everyone else. So I'm very happy to hear that that is what we all thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it It's the right spot. Like, there, there, so it, it just is. It, is that the only one that, that we all are even on? Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah, me, me and Tig share. So me and Tig share the exact same bottom three. Oh, where is that? Okay. And then me and Tiggs are the only ones that have five, six, and seven in some order in the top three. Uh, Russ and Alex, you guys are a bit more similar in the in the top six, but you're the two that had fast four lower than everybody else. Okay. Right. Yeah, you, yo, you guys have the same one and two. Okay. Seven. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll share this list with you guys as well. It's it's. It's it's but it's like it's that thing was like this series rules. Yeah, <laughs> it does rule. It really does. And as much as we and even if we complain about stuff, it's only because it's like we've been fans for twenty years of this and have yeah grown to like love every stupid stupid part of it. It's great. Like potentially forty by the time the next fucking movie comes out. And I remember being seventeen, like. Going to see the the first one. Yep. Yeah. How do I have the same level of excitement and actually not being able to see it because it's sold out? So I can see it instead. But um, how do I still have the same level of excitement over these movies twenty twenty full years later? That's impressive. I know we've gone a little. We've gone pretty dang long, but I yeah. uh, I do want to have a question. I have a question for everyone. What were your thoughts, and when did you see the first one? Uh, in theaters, God, yeah, in theaters in high school, and at Movie Land on Central Avenue with my sister because we thought that Vin Diesel looked a lot like my cousin John, and so we wanted <laughs> to go because we thought it was hilarious. Um, and what did you feel? Do you remember what you felt about the first one the first time you saw it? Oh God, I thought it was awesome. I remember, like, uh, I was like, Ja Rule is the best in this. Like, he's got to be in. Uh, like, I hope there's more with him. Like, no joke. Like, I remember laughing yep. my ass off about Ja Rule in this movie because he was so good. Like, I, I, I remember being shocked with with Brian. I, I remember loving this movie coming out of it. Yeah. Yep. Same. Yeah, same. I remember- um, to see it and it getting sold out, so having to see Atlantis instead because I'm not going to go to the movies this year, and then having to endure a week of have you seen Fast and Furious yet? I was like, no, it's sold out, and I had stuff all week, so I, couldn't. So I didn't wait till the following <laughs> when it was the people seeing it for the second time, and I had to be like, shut the fuck up, I'm in here for the first time. <laughs> For everyone in the theater, and then everyone drove like maniacs uh, out of the theater. Yeah. But yeah, I was a week two viewer after trying to be a week one. I I might have been week two or week three. Um, I one of my 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 like best friend in high school was a car person, mm. but in a way that I found very stupid. Well, <laughs> uh, and. But but it was that weird thing was like he was a car person, I was a movie person, and oh. I found his car stuff. I found his interest in fast cars dumb. 
um, like he, his car had a spoiler. Uh, I hated this movie the first time I saw it. Really? Yeah, I was like, this is so fucking dumb. I hate this car shit. I'm so uninterested. And I, I can't I can't believe the feeling watching this first one again. This first one rules. Yeah, it does rule. Uh, yeah, Alex, you? I know. I, I saw this. Uh, I was yeah in high school. Uh, I think my friend Straight Edge Pete was working at the theater, so he got me into it the first week, and we went. And um, I remember being like, "This is gonna be so stupid," and then being like, "All right, that was all right." <laughs> That's what because I, I didn't. I mean, still don't like no interest in cars, really. Like, no, the, like it, it didn't seem like anything I was going to really enjoy. It was mostly just for Vin Diesel because we thought right. that it was funny. Uh, and then watching it and being super into the story was something I didn't expect coming out of it. Yeah, uh, it was that thing that was like, as I said, my fr- my friend who was into cars, like oh, the car stuff's really cool. It was like, yeah, but it's just Point Break, and he's like, I don't get that. Yes. I was like, a lot of the car, I don't get the car stuff. <laughs> It was a hundred percent point break. Oh yeah, not forget that. <laughs> but, uh, oh. It rules. All right, guys. All right, we've been going for a long time. You guys, you guys Dude. ready to call it? Yep. Yeah. All right. You can find us on the webmoviepodcast.com. Yeah. You can find Russ everywhere as Rust Incredible. You can find Pete on Letterbox as Pete Peter Pete. You can find me on Letterbox and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. And Alex is always around somewhere. Whew. This was great reliving, rewatching, and re-talking about all of the Fast and Furious movies. Um, we'll do it again when the next one comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the next one comes out, we'll clearly define where nine lands for all of us. It's at the bottom. Or if it still lasts. Yep. Uh, yeah, you guys all have... Act- I moved the fast ranking file to our shared... Uh, Never. This is end the podcast and then we'll talk about this. That's all for this time. We will see you next time where we talk about more than one new movie on the movie, movie podcast.